Hey, welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about meeting yourself fully in the mirror and feasting on your life. More to come on that in a moment, but first, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. So, if you read my book, Stop Missing Your Life, you know that in one of the first pages is a quote, and it says, sit, feast on your life. Well, this is actually from a poem called Love After Love by Derek Walcott, which I'm going to read to you. So as I read it, let the words land for you however they need to land to move through you with poetry, or at least when I listen to poetry. I'm not so much trying to understand it, but more feel it. So how how do these words, how did the way this poet communicated this poem or wrote this poem How might it be landing for me at this time in my life? And that's usually a felt sense sort of thing. Okay, that sounded like some (laughs) mumbo-jumbo. Hopefully it made some sense to you. So I'll read the poem. You listen. Just see how you receive it. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, And each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit. Feast on your life. So if you're listening to this episode in the age of COVID-19, there's a decent chance you have a lot more time to spend with yourself. Not necessarily. You may very well be on the front lines or with your hands full with this new reality. But what a lot of people seem to be expressing is uh, having more time by themselves and with themselves. And even if you're listening to this at a different point in time, we all end up in moments where we're maybe forced to meet ourselves a little more intimately than we ever have. This can certainly be scary, especially if we've built our life around running, keeping busy, distracted from ourselves, 
staying entertained just enough so that we don't have to address that low-grade anxiety that's sort of been hovering there beneath the surface for like three decades. We stay distracted enough to not have to address some relationship issues or just a felt sense of not liking ourselves, self-hatred. All of these are common and they all take different shapes for different people. But it's for these reasons that I like to view these times as opportunities. Opportunities to meet yourself at the mirror. To sit down with yourself. To have dinner with yourself. Metaphorically and literally. To check in and say, hey... How are you doing? And who are you? It's been a while. And I've had my head down for some time. But I'd like to get to know you again. As Derek Walcott says in this poem, Give wine, give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life. This person that's been with you here the whole time, taking care of you, you know, beating your heart, helping you breathe, sort of in the background of your awareness. You, the bigger you, whom you ignored for another. Who is that other? Who knows? You know, it could be the small self. It could be something outside of us just be a, a version of ourselves that we're chasing some ideal that we're working toward trying to get to next year the year after whatever once we get there then we can like ourselves and we can relax it doesn't really work like that <laughs> we just get to a future moment with the same selves we had before and the same underlying resentment or fear or unwillingness to meet ourselves eventually we have to do that work and so this time when we have the time and we're we're forced to or asked to be with ourselves more it's an opportunity to sit down reacquaint yourself with yourself with this stranger and start to develop a friendship and if you've listened to this podcast long enough You know my favorite word when it comes to becoming your own best friend? Getting cozy with yourself. Mm, My favorite. It's a real gift to have a coziness within yourself. So, usually there's some resistance at the beginning of this process. We don't like it. We want our usual ways of distracting. There'll be a withdrawal from that. You'll experience more discomfort, pain, often before you'll feel peace and integration. That is just part of the journey, the healing journey, the reintegration journey, the getting to know yourself again journey. That's that's karma. (laughs) We can't go a lifetime of distracting ourselves from ourselves and then just expect to sit down at the table and say, oh, how's it going? Cool. Love you too. No, there's there's some stuff that needs to be processed. It will need some space and it will need some compassion and kindness. So go easy. Show yourself some loving kindness, but enjoy the process of getting to know yourself again.
it's powerful. So thank you for your practice. I look forward to talking to you again soon tomorrow. And until then, as always, take care. Hey, before you go, if you would like some resources, meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, sleep meditations, I'm getting a lot of requests from people for improved sleep, just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight, and you'll get all of those emails, no, all of those resources right to your email address, your inbox. Also, if you're not yet part of our Practicing Cuban Facebook group, you can search for that on on Facebook. Join. Great community. Lots going on there. Would love to have you. All right. That's all for now. Best wishes to you with whatever you're going through. Sending my love. Wishing you well. Until we talk again, take care.